Hi, Merch Money. We are back with uh, Christina, of course. And then today our guest is Bram Spiro. Hey, everyone. Am, am I saying the last name right? I forgot yes, to ask you. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Look at that. First try. Well, we were just kind of talking beforehand just about the craziness of today. It happened to be an absolutely gorgeous day in Virginia. So there was that. <laughs> but there was a lot of uh, stuff happening today with the coronavirus and with the stock market and whole countries being like quarantined. Like, I mean, it was like crazy. Italy is closed down entirely. It's crazy. I never yeah. thought I would see something like that in my lifetime. I was explaining to everybody, well, everybody, the two of them that I have not been paying that much attention to the coronavirus. And then today I was like, wow, <laughs> this is pretty out of control. I'm, I'm fine with anything that happens as long as it's after this weekend. Cause my, uh, my 11 year old daughter is performing in a school musical. And if that gets canceled before they'll be the end. Oh, so, just a couple more days before they, before I'm okay with them closing down the school system. Yeah. And I just, my heart goes out to all of you who have already, if any of you are either dealing with the virus or if you're dealing with all the repercussions of it, like if you are home without pay or anything like that, uh, we're, you know, our heart goes out to you and let us know if there's anything that we can do for you. Um, and then just the schools, I, uh, several schools have already closed. Um, I don't think ours has yet, but I know there's a lot of parents in the area that want the schools around here to close. Mm -hmm. There's, I think there's like three, three cases of coronavirus in Virginia, but so many states have called emergencies and yeah, I'm in New Jersey. They just yeah. literally called like a couple hours ago. They called. Uh, yeah. I feel like we'll probably be next just because just, there's just so much pressure from all the parents, even it's though the to me, pressure. it's right. It's yeah. the only fashion to be an emergency. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's nuts. What a day. So, and it's strange. It's like, I don't remember any of this happening during like the swine flu. Like, yeah. Do you guys recall? I mean, yeah. No, I don't know. I know. SARS, SARS was far away and that was, you know, was happening in, in Hong Kong. So, you know, just don't fly to Hong Kong. Um, right. And then they had, I can't, that really scary virus in, in, on, in Western Africa for a while. Which I yeah, can't remember what it was, but the one that you get it and it just sort of Ebola and it eats you up from the inside. Mm. But yeah, but I I think this is sort of what's weird about it is nobody seems to really know whether it's serious or not, and there's all this mystery around it. And like there's that's, something that's happening. I think that's why the market's freaking out because that you put your yeah, that's exactly it. When people don't know, and they uh, you know that fear is the biggest thing. And if you don't mm -hmm. really know, and it does seem to be spreading fast and uh, but then also the oil add that in and just so much stuff going on. Yeah. This is a, a great current event show. Um, I know <laughs> I, it's kind of fun to document. Like we'll look back and be like, That's Oh right. my gosh, it was the day the stock market crashed. crashed. I mean, yeah. It was crazy day today. So my, my dad's watching. I'm so happy, uh, for him. He, he invested a lot of his, uh, money into houses and stuff mm -hmm. instead of the stock market. So I can ask a good time if, if if there's like a, a company you you really really like, and mm -hmm. you think that they're actually a pretty good company, but they're getting hammered for some reason. I mean, if if you yeah. like them and you think you'll like them two three years from now, now's not a bad time to start looking what happens to their stocks and when they get really cheap to buy them up. Yeah, and mm -hmm. we're not financial advisors, guys. No, so no, that no, was no. just 
purely opinion. That's correct. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, definitely an interesting time. So guys hang in there, hang tight. It's one of those things that everything will work out in the end. We just don't know how long it's going to take. It's, uh, yeah. Most of us have been or around for 2008. So we know sometimes it can drag out for a while. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Well, it does, least- it does seem to impact the people that have, um, you know, anybody that's working in service industries get gets hit and all this kind of stuff. So it's, you know, it's, it seems easy to just shut things down and have people stay home for a couple of weeks. But unless you've got a job that lets you sort of telecommute, you're, you're in real trouble. Yeah, there's a, a lot exactly. of jobs where you can't telecommute a lot. I mean, mm-hmm. the service industries, but also construction and school teachers and so many things. I mean, some people could probably still get paid. I'm sure probably teachers and things like that. But there's definitely a lot of, you know, lower paying jobs where you're not going to get paid, you know, mm-hmm. and you can't necessarily afford to be quarantined off for a couple of weeks if you're relying on those paychecks. Yeah. So um, we'll see. Hopefully there'll be something to help out. But thank you guys all for being here. And uh, I'm glad that we can work from home and, and do this business from anywhere. It's amazing. Yes. Um, so many good chats. I think Mario said happy International Women's Day. I think that was yesterday. Thank you so much. Um, and then, yeah, Iowa State of Emergency. All kinds of stuff. Inconsistent messaging, yes. Um, oh yes, Teresa, congratulations. I did see that on Facebook. I think she got a new grandson. That's awesome. Congratulations. And then anxiety inducing. Exactly. I have not, it has not been anxiety inducing for me until today. And even still, it wasn't really anxiety inducing, but I was like, wow, this could really have a lot further reach and effects than I really was thinking about. Yeah. Um, But anyway, back to happy topics. We're talking about art today. And Bram has a mutual friend, Greg Johnson. So Greg Johnson was on our show. When was that? A few months ago. Um, You guys could search, just search Greg Johnson and then Merch Money. He was on, he did, he was explaining how to take shirts that are doing well on Merch by Amazon and sell them on Amazon Seller Central as um, a private label product. So that was a very good episode. Um, So he's friends with Bram and then Bram posted this post about trying to uh, get an art education basically for free, crowdsourcing an art education. So Greg saw that post, reached out to me and was like, oh, you you gotta talk to him about this. So that, that's where it brings us to today. Bram was like, sure, I'll be on your show. He knows nothing about us. And he just said yes immediately. <laughs> so thank you so much for that. Yes. Greg, uh, Greg's, uh, Greg, uh, I'll, I'll take uh, Greg's advice on just about anything. Oh, awesome. That's awesome. Well, let's start from the beginning. Tell us a little bit about yourself. I, I know you, you wanted to go to art school and then you didn't go. Tell us the whole background story. Well, you know, it's... it's mm, as I finished high school, it's like that Bob Dylan's uh, song. I was so much older than I'm younger than that now. I mean, I was way too serious for any of that kind of stuff. I wanted to learn uh, business and uh, and I wasn't doing anything like art. It was something that always existed as something that really interested me, but I, I had no idea how to sort of pursue that. And 
it would go away and then sometimes it come back. Um, a couple of years ago, uh, we were living in Charlotte, North Carolina and our neighbors were, we're living in sort of an artsy neighborhood. Um, and there was this uh, bar that on Monday mornings would close all their blinds. And um, the grapevine told me that they had figure drawing there and you can just go in for free. Um, and I was way too freaked out to go in by myself. And what do you do? There's a, a naked person there, and then you're just going to sit and you draw them? That's <laughs> that's weird. How do you do? So I, I had to talk my neighbor friend to go in with me so that I, I wouldn't be going uh, by myself. And I discovered this art community in, in Charlotte, which was amazing. And, I mean, the bar really closed its blinds. And every week for free, they offered uh, um, a two-hour figure drawing session. And you had all the, the most interesting figure drawing models would come through there. Um, and it was basically the local art community that came there. Um, and suddenly I realized that to do this thing that, I, that I've always wanted to do is right at my reach. It's, it's right there. You just have to start doing it. It's, it's almost like everything else, right? You can always think about it and plan it and make lists and when, you know, think about when things will be perfect for you to start doing something. Um, and it never is. Uh, so if you're going to wait for all, all, all everything to be perfect, it's never going to happen. Um, I love that. I just want to pause you right there and just say that because that's so true. And I love what you said before that about how you were so serious when you're younger. And now you're like, I'm not as, did you say I'm not as old as you used to be? Because that's what I say all the time. What it's, did you say? It's, a, it's a Bob Dylan uh, lyric. I was so much older then. I'm younger than that now. It's so funny. I, I, for some reason, I never hear people say that, but that is exactly how I feel. Like I was at least two or three times older than I am now right. in my 20s. Like it was from like time I graduated, actually I think my whole life up until about 30, I was so old. Like just everything was so serious and wanted to make sure everything was perfect and did everything in the right order, exactly right. Oh my gosh, it's so much nicer. I feel like I'm going through like all over again, like enjoying 20s and my 30s. It's so much more relaxing now and don't worry so much. When, when you when you feel that you need to pretend that you know everything, you imagine that everybody else has got everything uh, uh, together and you're the only one that has no idea what they're doing. And I yeah. think with, with time, you realize that everybody's making it up as, as you go and you just become comfortable with with uh, with what you don't know. Mm-hmm. That, and, and I think you learn to, if you're lucky, you learn to trust your intuition as you get older. Very good point. Because your gut's always right, always. It's just yep. very difficult to listen to it. Oh my gosh, you're so profound. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> so true. <laughs> Look at this first few minutes of the show, and I'm already like, "Wow, I need to write this down." Yes. Okay. But I mean, I so so that's sort of where the idea started, and I started talking to my art, uh, um, my my art teacher neighbor, and said, "Well, you know." I've always wanted to to learn art. He says, well, why don't you start? So I just started doing things. Uh, and I'm, I've am i been a, an autodidact my entire life. Whatever is interested me, I just buy 20 books and I read up in it and then I become a semi-expert, expert, or at least I can pretend to be one. Um, so I, I did some of that. Um, and it was also, I mean, this is, I'm five, six, seven years ago. Um, this is also when like MOOCs were really, really big. So, and, and the free content that was out there from universities were pretty good. And there's this one place called um, Sailor uh, Academy, 
who wanted to offer free uh, free full um, bachelor degrees for anybody on the net. And you can do it. And they had, a, they had a bunch of partnerships with universities where you could just pay to matriculate just to do the tests and you get credited. Um, and in the beginning, they were also offering uh, art history courses. So I basically did a whole uh, minor in art history off of what they were offering. Wow. Uh, in the end, in the end, they went more professional, so more towards uh, uh, exact sciences and um, and computer and that kind of stuff because that was helping more people get good paying jobs. But they stuck all of their art history stuff in 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 sort of their um, um, I can't this some sort of back page, but you, it's it's anybody can use it. So that's that was the sort of the backbone to to what I started doing when I started putting together um, the idea of, of making a uh, an alternative BFA that you don't have to pay for. And then life happened and I moved to from North Carolina to New Jersey and, you know, adjusting here and the kids were adjusting and a busy job. Um, and I was sitting in, um, it wasn't that long ago, I think it was December, watching my daughter um, uh, perform at school um, halfway through this accelerator that me and Greg were doing, uh, where we did a lot of work on trying to figure out really what it is that you want mm -hmm. uh, and realizing that if you're really honest, you already have what you want. And all the stories that you're telling yourself about when I get this, when I do this, then I'll be able to do what I want to do. And then if you take all that middle away, you can already do what you want to do. But I'm sitting there and she's they're singing this song and suddenly I've, I'm crying like a baby for no reason whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And, and it, it was because I just, I, I suddenly realized how good I had it. And I said, okay, well, this is really what I want. And if I have it this good, then these ideas that I have about doing, for instance, uh, um, setting up a, a, an art education, why wait five years when I have the time, I have the money, I have whatever, I can do it now. There's nothing stopping, stopping me. So I, that sort of played in my head for a while and then the head trash starts again, right? I okay, that's fine, but this, this, and that. And I've been reading this book by Kamal Ravikant. Mm -hmm. um, uh, Love yourself like your life depends on it, Aww. Uh, which is a great book. Uh, I, I need to read that. You do, and and there's it's it it has this really really profound question which you should ask yourself, which has helped me solve a lot of things when I don't know what to do. And the, the question is, what would you do if you truly loved yourself? So I was thinking about doing this, starting this alternate uh, BFA site. And, you know, should I start it or do I need to buy a bunch more books? Do I need to outline all the curriculum and line up all the people that are going to help me? Or should I start it? And then I asked myself the question. And the answer was just post something on Facebook, silly, and see where it goes. Um, <laughs> Then you get this crazy lady Helen calling you immediately. Well, that exactly. <laughs> not not two days later. Yep. Um, and I th I think that's a question we should ask ourselves more often, because I think we're so busy with with live thinking that you can only do something when everything's perfect, and never is nothing's ever going to be perfect, and you're just you're why give up on all these things you could be doing. Amazing. Wow. What do you think, Christina? I'm like, I feel like we've had so many profound moments already on the show. I don't even know what to say. 
<laughs> exactly. Exactly. And it's, it, it's so funny. Like, it's like he's bringing together all of the little pieces of advice that we've, we've seen different people have. And mm -hmm. we've, you know, been telling people, you know, throughout the past year or two. And he, Bram, you just have a way of saying it so eloquently. Wow, <laughs> so beautiful. I'm going to have to uh, take some of these, these quotes and, you know, and I, I don't know. I love how this is happening without a major crisis happening. Like you're coming to all these revelations yeah. as your regular life is unfolding. Most of the time people have these kind of revelations when something like really horrible happens and they're just like, like for me, it was like total like rock bottom. I had all of these revelations, <laughs> but not when everything's right. going along fine. Like, so that's, that's really uh, profound all by itself. Cause usually to, in order to really like listen to yourself, like, a lot of people have to hit some kind of rock bottom. So congratulations for listening to yourself, even when things are going okay. But I think those the, exactly. those rock bottoms sort of, they, they happen anyway. I mean, we go, I, I don't remember who said it, but we go through these cycles and we, we mm -hmm. more or less change as people every five years. Mm -hmm. So, you know, by the time you get more or less comfortable with yourself, suddenly you become uncomfortable again. So you're going to go through those cycles anyway. And um what I've found is, I mean, I'm constantly making the same mistakes. So the, the same things that were difficult for me in my 20s are still difficult for me now, but it doesn't take me quite as long to go full circle and realize, you know, I'll, again, get into head trash. I'll try and do something and then I'll, and, and I'll get, I'll get, I'll overcomplicate everything. I'll, I'll, you know, the listicles, the everything I've got to do this. I have to think about it. Um, I, or you start one thing and then instantly you start three more projects because why keep make things simple for yourself if you could just overcomplicate and do too many things at, at, at once. All these things are behaviors that I'm familiar with. And I, you know, once it would get me off track for a month and a half, and now it'll get me off track for a day and a half because I've, I've gone through those cycles and I'm, I'm. Amazing. That you know so yourself. Amazing. Christina, this is something like I talk about all the time, or at least to her. I don't know about to everyone, but um, I, I went through quite a bit of uh, depression and just really, really hard times. And I used to just go way downhill, like have one bad thought roll into another, into another. And then it was just like a disaster. Now it's like I notice a slight like, why did I why did I have to spin it quite like that? Or why did I have to have this slight negative thought? And Christina's like, I haven't noticed at all. And I'm like, no, I was a little bit frustrated with that person or a little bit this. And it's like, I, I course correct like immediately because I know like if I go down that path, it's going to get worse and worse and worse. So I'm very quick at noticing like, oh man, I need to go eat something or I need to go run or I need to go sleep or something like I'm starting to drift. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so that's amazing that you're able to see that in yourself and, and course correct quickly. And I love how you say head crash. That's such a, I've never heard anyone describe it like that, but it's exactly, no. I call it snowballing. I think, I don't know who I heard that from, but that's what I call it. But head crash is good. I like that. Well, you just made up head crash because I called it head trash, but head crash. Oh, is good. head trash. Oh, I heard crash. But, but if, like that, if you like that, then it's, like it's all yours. You can have it. Okay. Head <laughs> trash. Head trash. That makes sense too, because it's like just things that you are not productive to think. Is that what you mean? 
Yeah, right. but we, yeah. we we all do that, and and that's sort of going back to imagining that other people have things all all put together, and you see, you know, all of us that are trying to make something out of nothing see right. people that have already made something and imagine that it was incredibly easy for them, that they mm -hmm. knew what they were doing all the time, um, that they didn't have any of the doubts that we have when we're making things that don't, that only sort of kind of exist. Um, and that's not true. I mean, every, it, it's, it's, you know, you get close to people who, who you put up on a pedestal and then you suddenly realize that they're exactly like you. Um, and, and you just need to remember that because it's also incredibly easy to forget because these, okay, now I know they're just like me. And then you go two days away from that and suddenly you forget everything. And you imagine that again, they know exactly what they're doing. And I'm the only person in the world that is making this up as I go. Uh, yeah. Um, Very true. But, but it's, I mean, it's, it's it, it depends. I mean, I, I like making things up as I go. I like sort of the excitement and, and the anticipation um, and, and the good kind of fear of like, okay, I'm starting this now. A bunch of people are watching me, um, and which is for me is good because then I can't, then I know it won't die. And now I've got to figure out how, how I do these things that I've never done before, which is really, really exciting for me. Yeah. Amazing. Um, guys, what are you thinking in the chat, right? Is this profound stuff? Do any of you experience any of this? Um, what do you think, Christine? I don't want to just rush into saying stuff. If you have anything you want to add in there. No, just um, like I said, it's just kind of like it's all coming together. So yeah, I feel like it, so many people need to hear this message. Yes, so many people. Um uh, so how did you come up with the idea of head trash and how did you realize that this is something that is not something you should be listening to? Like, how can you differentiate? Like it's, Oh, it's not my, because, because people, um, um, if you spend a lot of, I, I spend a lot of time trying to figure myself out and I've, I've, um, when you, when you're open to being criticized, um, then you can get really get good reflections. So someone learn, learning that someone who criticizes you, that's an act of, of, uh, of love and mm -hmm. not, uh, um, um, an aggressive act. Mm -hmm. I mean, someone who the, the, the opposite of love is not hate. It's indifference. Mm -hmm. So if someone is, um, is cares enough about you to actually reflect back to you, what you're doing and where mm -hmm. you're getting in your own way. That's that's the only way you're really going to get a view into how you where you're stuck yourself. So a lot of times when when I'll say that you know in these sort of situations I'll say I want this. So where this whole conversation came with how did I get to the realization that I can do now what I really really want? Um, I don't need to wait for all the uh, intermediate steps. That's an exercise that exists. And I've had a couple of mentors that sort of helped me go and do that exercise where you mm -hmm. start, what do you want? I want to make lots of money. Why mm -hmm. do you want to make lots of money to have freedom? Why do you want freedom? So I can sit on the beach. Why mm -hmm. do you want to sit on the beach so I can hang out with my kids without thinking about my job? Where are your kids? They're right next to you. Go hang out with them. Right. And, but it's, the, yeah. the, it sounds really, really simple, mm -hmm. but it's, 
it's not because your head crash gets in the way. Okay, okay, that's wonderful, but I've got a mortgage to pay and I, you know, I don't like my job or I don't, I just started a business. I don't know if it's going to work and I'm worried. And, and, you know, I, I, I said something stupid to my wife and now I don't know how to apologize. All this kind mm -hmm. of thing, all, everything gets in the way to thinking about that clearly. When someone comes from the outside, they can listen to you and tell you exactly where the head trash is. So how do you get to that point where you can listen to what people say with an open mind and not take offense to it and things like that? Like, is that something you had to develop or is that something you've always been able to do? Or do you have any advice for me, around that? For me, for me, it's always been easy, but it requires an ability. Um, I, I think if you don't know how to love yourself, that's really, really difficult. Oh my gosh, that's exactly what I was going to say. I'm like, I was not able to do that until I learned to love myself. So not until like after 30 was I mm -hmm. able to really be able to do that. But that's central. You can't yeah. you can't believe that somebody is going to say something nice about you and mean it uh, and for it to be real if you don't realize that that is possible. And if you yep. think it isn't, then it's just going to go over your oh, other just saying it. Yeah, uh, but also you just can't take criticism because you can't handle anyone saying anything bad about yourself because you already think bad things about yourself. So you don't have any like interior strength to be able to handle exterior criticism. I think like if you love yourself, then it's a lot easier because you already like you already have what you need. So you don't really if somebody else doesn't like you, you're able to just listen a little easier. If you're okay with the assumption that you don't really know what you're doing, you're making it up as you go, yeah. just like everybody else. We're yes. all we're all just working slobs, uh, um, and and that's fine. Then then you don't have to uh, impress anybody and pretend to have it all together. And then you can listen. Then then when someone says, you know, Brown, what you're doing is you're coming up with all of these uh, reasons why you can't go hang out with your kids right now, and none mm -hmm. of them are real, and they go. Oh yeah, right. How stupid of me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I think another part of that is uh, why, like a lot of overachievers and things like that, like you feel like you need to have this exterior validation, or you need to be a certain way in order to love yourself. Like you need a certain amount of accomplishments and a certain amount of whatever. Um, so that's something to to work on too, where you can really just be okay with yourself regardless of if you have accomplishments or not. And it sounds really yeah. easy to say, right? But it's, it's. I mean, this is decades of work. Yeah, for me, it had to be like a total <laughs> ultimate crash. Like I totally just, <laughs> um, and then it was okay. But yeah, it's, it's not something that happens real. That's why I was so impressed that it didn't seem like there was any kind of major life event. Like most of the time it, Seems like most people have to go through something pretty bad to to learn these kind of things. Um, so exactly, it's good yep. if you can just learn it from, like you said, like going to these kind of business events and these kind of things. If you can actually learn it from that instead of having to learn it from life, like <laughs> putting you through the ringer, um, that's a much better way to be able to to learn it. Um, but yeah, yeah, so so you learn to just. Uh, take action before you're ready. Um, and how did you, how did you work through that process of deciding this, that you wanted to do this art school? Um, 
Because it's sort of a passion. If, if something's in my head long enough, then I know that I probably want to do it. It's not just sort of a, a fleeting thought. And it's it's been there for, I'd say, seven years. So um, I think the best way to get it out of my head is to actually put it in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it involves a lot of the things that I, I like doing. I, I like, I like um, convincing people that they're able to do a lot more than they're able to imagine so that the the, the limits of their abilities are are not where they imagine they are. Um, and I think with art, a lot of people get hung up about the fact that they need this degree. Um, they need this external validation where if you talk to people that have had that have art degrees, the most people that I talked to, the thing they, they liked about it the most was the community. And that mm-hmm. the actual technique that they they learned, they learned technique that was fine, but you could learn that just about anywhere, and it really wasn't worth a hundred thousand mm-hmm. um, dollars. Yeah. And you know, if if you, I don't think that universities have a monopoly on knowledge the way they used to have anymore. Um, I think the most important thing an artist can do is find other artists to hang out with. Mm-hmm. Um. um go to shows go it's i mean it's it's you know for someone who's never so i'm a, i'm a galleried artist all that means was there was a gallery in the in the neighborhood where i lived and they let me hang up stuff and now i'm a galleried artist <laughs> yep i kind of feel like that too like i could totally say like international speaker because i spoke out of the country <laughs> but, like, but, but it's but, but it's true to me i'm like that's geez. all it takes <laughs> yeah um, you know, I, I, I got the idea from the name from Jeff Godin, who has uh, uh, what he calls the alt uh, MBA, which is like a, a two month intensive to learn uh, business, uh, mm-hmm. which is supposed to be amazing. Um, and then you just and, and the rest is I'm just to a certain extent scratching my own itch. Yeah. Um, and I get to hang out with people that I like doing things that I enjoy doing. So, you know, I'm working the, the, the woman I'm going to work with on, on the curriculum is, is a friend of mine. So now we have an excuse to hang out for two hours every week on Tuesday to work on this curriculum. I'm happy Christine's watching. Thank you for watching Christine. Um, if you, if you want to help with anything, I'm sure Bram would, would not mind. Christine is an amazing artist. Um, and she's very very good at teaching art so yeah that would be incredibly cool i mean the the way i think about it i think there's 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 three parts to sort of what what it would take to to learn what would be the same as a bfa um one is is like i call it context it's like art history and critique and Mm -hmm. that's the easiest i think to do online i mean you you do that in courses you can do that mostly by yourself in a little bit of creative writing that's that's relatively easy. Then the, the second part, I call it craft. And that's all the, the tech, all the technique, like learning how to draw and how to paint and how to sculpt and all this kind of stuff. I think that's relatively uh, more complicated and you need to really have someone who knows how to do that and figure out how to do that remotely. I think that that get doing that without having someone there instructing you mm-hmm. is, is difficult. I, I uh, experienced that I've been, I've been doing yoga in front of a TV for three years. Um, and in December, I went to my first yoga class live and I thought I was 
I, I thought I was going to be terrible. How could I, I mean, I've never, how could I last for an entire hour when I always only do about 15 minutes? Mm -hmm. um, and the opposite obviously was true because again, head trash. I thought I made it too, too complicated, but then you go on the mat. There's another 12 people there who don't know exactly what they're doing. Just they're there to learn yoga. They just mm -hmm. didn't spend three years doing it by themselves in their basement. Mm -hmm. Um, and then suddenly you're getting feedback from a yoga instructor and within the space of two, three sessions, a whole bunch of positions that I was having trouble with uh, were fixed. I think that's also difficult if you're trying to teach like art over the internet. Um, and yeah. and the and way to fix, no, go ahead. You want to I was just going to say, I'm like, and those are the kind of things that stop people in their tracks because they're like, okay, this is never going to work. Like can't do it because it's not, like, so I'm happy that you're still trying because you're like, okay, I see these roadblocks and these things that could go wrong, but let's still put it out into the world and see what we can do because maybe there's a way around it. Maybe there could be some kind of uh, way to to work with the local, um, you know, community colleges or whoever to help help have some teachers mm -hmm. that are helping in, in real life. Well, I, and by making it, you get an iteration and then you can get some feedback and see what works and what doesn't because mm -hmm. I might be imagining all sorts of things that are really complicated and then someone comes in and it, it makes perfect sense to them. Mm -hmm. I was overcomplicating yes. it. Or I thought that it would be really easy and someone goes in and says, I mean, that doesn't make it, it just doesn't work. I don't understand how to do that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I think the third part, and that's probably probably the, the one that's going to take me the longest is how do you, how do you create sort of, um communities little communities like artist co-ops so you make like i mean if i in in my mind the perfect thing would be like to create like little 10 person pods of people working together like an instructor and another 10 students and they work together they can cr critique each other they can help each other out i think that mm -hmm. would be really really cool mm -hmm. but that's there's so many ways to do it and mm -hmm. thank you guys all for watching there's so many good comments um chris is saying um he had a full ride scholarship to an art college and then he went to nursing college instead. Always regretted the path I picked. KDP has allowed me to go back to art. That's awesome, Chris. Yeah, it's so easy to just, I mean, you're supposed to make all these big decisions when you're 18 or however old. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's so yeah. hard to know. Um, Mario's saying, laughing at international speaker. Mario, why would you laugh at that? It's true. <laughs> I met Mario one time. Uh, he lives in New Jersey too. So there you go. Another New Jersey person. Um, oh, and then he's saying, reminds me of the property management experience I put on my first resume. That property management experience was my house manager of my fraternity house. It looks super impressive. Yeah, you have to start somewhere. <laughs> um, so, well, okay. So tell us about what you have so far. I saw your posts. I messaged you right away. So we got you on the show mm -hmm. a couple months later. Um, but in the meantime, you, you set up a Facebook group and then you set up a website. Is that where yeah. you are right now? Yeah. So I have a Facebook group, uh, which has been kind of quiet lately because um, I've been figuring out what to do next. Mm -hmm. uh, I got all of the art history stuff up. So the art history component is there. If someone feels like doing the equivalent of a, a minor in art history, you're welcome to go and tear through all the stuff um nice. that's what that's what the sailor academy had up um and it's just their legacy um uh courseware it's it's pretty good i've gone through it i've really enjoyed doing it uh, nice 
Well, that's so, exciting. Guys, so, the, the links are in the description. So if you're watching on Facebook or YouTube, wherever you're watching um, or the podcast, uh, there's a, a link that you click for the Facebook group and also for the website. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd love to have any any kind of feedback on either the the group or or the website. Um, and the groups is still small. It's it's basically a window for people to see as I try and figure out how to do this. You know how how something's made out of scratch. Mm -hmm. um, it's I mean, I, it it's a nice place to you know, anybody that'd be interested in sort of helping out. That's a great uh, place to sort of talk to us um, or just um, give feedback or ruminate or whatever um but yeah i mean that and and now i'm trying to figure out sort of the curriculum for i think we're going to start with like a, a drawing class or a figure drawing class mm -hmm. um, there's so much good stuff out there as well which isn't difficult i mean i'm doing a um a, um, a figure drawing class now with a guy called kenzo out of out of england oh, uh, nice. who's and it's you know it's like a hundred and something bucks you come yeah. out of that and you, you, I mean, you learn so much more um, and, and you don't have to stick with one um, instructor. You, it's, it's easy to find all this stuff out there. Mm -hmm. So you're just kind of combining, like putting it all together. I'm putting together sort of the, the curriculum now. And then, you know, I'm going to take this guy's course and see, maybe he'd be interested in doing some, some kind of co-op. He does, he does um, a, a really interesting thing uh, in February called figuary. Uh, mm. where they have like daily figure drawing exercises. He, he gives like a five minute lesson. And then there's, um, he does a co-op with another uh, guy. They are, they're called Croaky Cafe mm -hmm. um, that have um, uh, nude models. They used to be on YouTube, but they got banned. So now they're on, on I think they're on Vimeo or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, so they'll have, they'll have models. They work together. So the instructions based on the models that they, uh, they shoot. Mm -hmm. um, okay. And that's great. I mean, that's twenty-eight days of, of instruction on on different uh, on different models. Yeah, and that, he does that for free. Wow, I've never done an online. Actually, I really haven't done a lot of online classes in general. I guess not for school anyway. Like mm -hmm. for art, how would it work? Would would there be anybody that that look like grades your work or looks at your work and gives feedback or anything like that, or would it be just where you're watching and then that's. That's well, it. the way that he does it, well, they th when they do the 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 figuary in February, they have uh, um, um, Instagram feed and they give they give feedback on the Instagram. Anybody that posts oh, okay. that, they, and they give really really good feedback. Nice, oh, that's exciting. Um, yeah. Sorry, sometimes on Streamyard it shows as Facebook user, but they're asking, are you thinking of having everything free, or would there be asked, uh, certain things that would cost? It, that's a really good question. So. Um, I, I, I'm sort of of two minds of this. There, there, there might be some fees that would be necessary, especially if you, if I start hiring people to give feedback mm -hmm. and that kind of stuff. Or, right. um, but even that, I think, could probably be solved through some kind of affiliate work or whatever, and and that could probably pay for most of it. Mm -hmm. um, but the reason I, I'm of two minds of it is, from my experience, people uh, take things more seriously if they pay for it. And actually, yeah. there, there's there's this fad of just collecting stuff for free that you don't do anything with. Mm -hmm. um, so, that I think that's part of the reason that colleges and everything is still around. Like mm -hmm. people take it seriously, job employers take it seriously, yep. everybody takes it seriously because it's so expensive. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's ridiculous. 
Um, yeah, but there's a difference between getting someone to be serious and having them pay five thousand dollars as opposed to having them right. pay a hundred thousand dollars. Right. Right. So I guess it just depends on if they think the degree will help them mm -hmm. get a job or not. Like, is it more just for entertainment that you're going through this course or is it to potentially get a job or you know i guess that's kind of a, a question like would they be able to get an actual college degree from it in somehow so so my my partner seems to think that she could probably talk them into accrediting some of the work that we're doing so that's possible i mm -hmm. i question whether you need that um I'm I'm actually uh, relatively dismissive of degrees unless you're a doctor or like unless you're something really really specific. Mm -hmm. But if you want to be an artist, why why do you need a degree to be an artist? Yeah. What yeah. I mean, you you need a portfolio mm -hmm. to go and convince somebody to hire you. But I mean, I ha, has anybody unless you're becoming like an art teacher. But even then, has anybody been told that they can't art because they they don't have their art degree? Yeah. Well, it's it's one of those things. It's just tricky because it's like nobody really needs the degree because by the time they go to the job, they have to learn that specific job. But there are still jobs that require degrees, even yeah. though it's like, I mean, it's ridiculous. If you get a marketing degree, it's like, what the heck? I mean, this whole new platforms. It. I took marketing when I was in college and, and Zuckerberg was in college the same time as me. Like literally mm -hmm. Facebook was not in the curriculum because we both were still in college. So it's, pointless. I mean, you graduate college and the whole world's different by the time you graduate. So it's not like the degree does anything, but it still might open the door technically, at least that's the thought process that somehow a job is going to require the outdated knowledge that you don't really need for the job. But I don't know. I guess that's just... I, I, think, I think we've just... Um... I think we just convinced ourselves that that's necessary. I mean, I I'm not, I'm I, not against degrees. I think going to college for is, is a very good way to spend your time, mm -hmm. but I, I don't, I mean, I don't necessarily hire people because of their degrees. I've never needed my degree to get hired. I mean, I, I, I went to school for um, economics and management. There's nothing I learned there that's outside of maybe bookkeeping that's helped me, with any work that I've done and nobody's ever asked for my degree. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things. Christine has like a point. She almost dropped out cause it didn't seem necessary, but she's glad she finished mm -hmm. it in the end. Um, it's, it's, it's a tricky thing. I, I, I don't know. I mean, it's so expensive now. I just can't even imagine going now. <laughs> it was already expensive when I went, but um, yeah, I don't know. Kind of, I wish jobs didn't require a degree because it's pretty pointless. But so I hope that if someone has like a really bad art itch that they want to uh, to scratch, mm -hmm. uh, I can offer them something where they can do it for you know at the most pennies on the dollar mm -hmm. uh, and get the yeah. same kind of education. Hopefully, get the same exposure to other artists. So that I mean, because I, I think in the end, that's what everybody's looking for they just want to hang out with other people that are into what they're into um yeah it's i when i i took art history in college and um there was a whole bunch of people that would just come to the class and they were not in the class so i don't know if they had some kind of agreement with the teacher or what but there was definitely a whole bunch of retired people that would just come to the class because they enjoyed it mm -hmm. and they would listen to all the lectures and everything 
Um, so it's, it's definitely enjoyable and you learn so much. It's so funny that you say that the same thing happened to me with my art history classes. It was mm -hmm. one of the only ones um, at Ohio State, like once you hit a certain age or whatever, you can come back and like attend classes for free. Mm -hmm. And that was like one of the only classes I ever saw those individuals come to attend. So, yeah. you know, it makes me wonder if there's this like Chris that, that commented earlier that, you know, when you when you're an artist and you think about going to college, you, you talk yourself out of it because you're like, well, I'm never going to make money in mm -hmm. art or you don't think you can, you know? And so you end up taking a different career and then, you know, maybe later on in life, you circle back around and, and, you know, that would be fantastic for, this program that Bram is doing is perfect for those people who maybe gave up their dreams of, you know, going to art school um, because they couldn't see the value in it at the time. And they, you know, they needed to make a living. They needed to get a good paying job and all this stuff. So, yeah. And the friend, right. The friend that I'm working with, she, she also has, she also studied business and she's really passionate about teaching how, teaching artists how not to be starving artists. Um, nice. That's really, really good. We were talking to Christine about that too when she was on the show. It's, it's a big thing to try to help, help, help with that. Um, yeah. Oh my gosh. I think another art, awesome thing about art history is that if you, people, once they retire and they want to travel and things like that, it's so fun if you can actually know what you're seeing when you're traveling. So if you learn architecture and art and all these things, it makes it so the trips are so much more enjoyable. Um, it gives you perspective, right? Because mm -hmm. suddenly you, 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 you can understand things in context. Yes. Yes. And that makes all the difference. Yep. Art history pulls everything together. Math, science, history, art, everything. Um, psychology, everything. Uh, let's see. So many good comments. People are loving this. Thank you so much, Bram. Um, Christine is saying business is such an important addition to art. Yes, Christine. I, I think it's an important addition to everything and not in the set. The, the people that uh, naturally go to business are the same people that now all want to be entre entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. um, they're, they're naturally attracted to making uh, money. And then the rest of the people that'll go for either liberal, you know, arts degrees, or they'll, they'll want to go do science or something like that. They don't identify with that and then instantly make the mistake of thinking that figuring out how to do business is not something that's worthy of them. Mm -hmm. Um, but just just like you know, they they should in in high school they should teach you how to um, how to, like basic economics, mm -hmm. in case your parents aren't teaching you that at home, and you know what the stock market is and mm -hmm. how to spot a scam, uh, yeah, um, uh, and how to how to finish the month with some money in your uh, in your pocket. Mm -hmm. um, the same thing's true for for everything, especially for for things like art. Where I mean, it's not necessary to be a starving artist, but you you have. To, I mean, making just normal money that it's a skill. It's not. It's not. It's not magic. 
Yep. Mm-hmm. And then if you have enough to pay rent and, and feed yourself, then you have the headspace to make art. And if you're constantly starving, then how, how can you possibly have, you don't have to suffer in order to make beauty. I think it gets in the way. More profound things. Yep. I completely agree. (laughs) So how can we help you with this project? What, what are you um, looking for? Who, who would be people that could help you right now? Um, I think if people have ideas about um, what's the right order to sort of learn craft in and with craft, I mean, drawing, painting, sculpting, um, sort of 3d art, color theory, that kind of stuff. Um, that would be helpful. Good resources and ways to thinking about that uh, would be really, really helpful. Um, if anybody wants to work with me and put together, try and figure out curriculum on any of those, uh, I would love that. Um, anybody that would like, would really enjoy just seeing the process, sending them over to the Facebook group, that would be great. I mean, mm-hmm. one of the things that I've really learned over the last couple of years that I used to be bad at um, uh, is, is to ask for help. People actually love helping. It's, yeah. uh, it's one of the things I enjoy doing most. I love it when people ask for, for help and, and I can help them. It's a great feeling when you, yeah. you know something that someone else doesn't and you just give it to them and you can see how that helps them. Um, so yeah, if there's, there's, um, that's sort of my my focus now. And if there's something where someone has tried this before or has thought about this and, and has an idea where they think, okay, I'm going about it the wrong way, or if, you know, or this is something that I should pay attention to, then I'd love to hear that as well. I mean, I, like I said, I'm really, I'm, I'm, I'm making this up as I go. Um, I don't have, I mean, there, there's very little ego uh, invested in it for me. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just really, really curious about what I will manage to create by crowdsourcing this, by help, you know, figuring, finding other people that like this and get turned on by this and seeing what we can create together. Amazing. I love that. And I love what you said about asking for help and the more specific you can get, the better. Like I used to be not very good at asking for help or just not even think that that was something that you should do. Like I always just kind of wanted to do everything myself and like learn myself. I got much better at asking for help. And the example I always use is I went to Brianna who used to be part of the show and I was like carefully explaining everything I needed help with. And as I was explaining it, she's like, oh, that sounds like Christina. (laughs) So she introduced, oh, I already knew Christina, but she was like, we should get Christina to be on the show. And that's the story of how we got Christina. And Christina literally is like, knows how to do everything I don't know how to do. So it's perfect. Um, So yeah, it just always just not be afraid to explain like what you need help with or what, what you need. And then all of a sudden the resources come, people come and, and help. You know, I'm thinking about asking for help also forces you to think about what you need. Mm-hmm. And again, when you're just with yourself in your head, it's very clear to be, it's very easy to be non-specific. Mm-hmm. But the moment that you need to turn all the, the blah that's going up in your head into something that another human being can understand, that helps to crystallize what re- what the problem really is that you're trying to solve. Yeah. And also will help you know if there really is actually no problem at all. <laughs> so the person yeah, will be like, um, you 10, literally you are doing that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
Christine is saying she has trouble asking for help. Christina is saying the same thing. Christina, <laughs> I pried out of her. <laughs> yes. What do you need help does. with? <laughs> mm -hmm. But um, just try it. Just try asking, and you'll be surprised at how people genuinely. I, I put it this way. I mean, if you like helping other people, but you don't like asking for help because you imagine that you're bothering people, just think about how much you enjoy helping people. And that's the way other people feel about helping you. It's that simple. And also okay. just think that the end, if you're, if you're working on something bigger than yourself, it gets easier and easier to ask for help. Because mm -hmm. if I didn't ask for help, the group wouldn't be as good. I wouldn't be able, I literally wouldn't be able to do it. So it would, hurt everyone else so it's not asking it's not like asking for help selfishly it's like okay well otherwise it's not going to be as good <laughs> so same with you it's yeah. like you could try to build this whole art school by yourself but then it's like well you know it's not gonna be as good as if everyone helps so yeah yeah two people i i hope will join the group maybe would be Christine and BJ. I think both of them would be great if, if they have an interest in that. So yeah. And everyone join um, because even if you don't think that you could help in any way, at the very least you could be beta testers for it and kind of go through it yeah. and say like, oh, you know, this was confusing or I feel like we missed a step here. I kind of got lost. Um, so I think everyone join the Facebook group comment and say things that you could help with but if you don't can't think of anything just be like i'm here i'm here for the ride <laughs> yep <laughs> um this is so good i love everybody's comments um i vowed that when i grew up and my only child that i would support her in whatever career she wanted or pursue that made her happy and not what career made the most money awesome teresa yep Let's see, before I admitted to myself I knew nothing, I got nowhere. Yes. Mm -hmm. and that was that was actually Greg Johnson who said that. Oh well, Greg's oh, really? in the chat. Hey Greg. Yeah. You are the Greg's reason watching. this whole thing happened. So thank you, Greg. Yep. I have why, why is he hiding behind an avatar we can't see or is just a software? <laughs> no, it's, it's called it's it's a problem with StreamYard. Like there's certain permissions and somehow mm -hmm. if you don't do the right permission, then they they can't show your, I don't know. It's, it's silly. If I was on yeah. Facebook right now, I'd be able to see it, but because I'm, I'm looking at the stream yard feed, it's not showing me. Yep. And I always try to pull up all of them so that I can let everyone know who those icon strange people are. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, I am uh, so happy, Greg, that you introduced us and um, definitely keep me in the loop on whatever programs you guys are doing because that sounds amazing what you went through and it obviously was great helped you get more clarity on what you wanted to do and and everything so yeah and I feel like Bram I feel like there's a book inside of you somewhere so I, I know that you're an artist but man you're just very profound with the things that that you've said tonight and just the the motivation and I don't know I think that uh Somewhere inside of you, there's a book. Well, that's that's an entirely different project. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he's not denying you. He's just like, I can't do that right now. He's yeah, like, yes, I yeah. know there's a book in me. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that's a given, but not right now. Right now, I'm building an art school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm I have good like teachers. It helps a lot. It's um, 
um, that and, you know, a little bit of living that helps too. And I've been lucky. Nice. Yes. Well, I love your mindset. I love uh, how you explain things. Um, I love that you are ambitious, but at the same time, without the ego in there, without, you know, all this other head trash. (laughs) Or head crash. Head crash. I I think both could work. I'm I'm also head crash. I'm going to call it head crash from now on. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> that's what happens to me if I go down that path long enough. It sure feels like a head yeah. crash. Head crash. <laughs> exactly. Luckily, I haven't had to deal with that in a while. But oh my gosh, yeah, Ooh, not fun. I'm very glad that no. you, that you had me on. It's um, um, it's exciting to talk about something that um was only a an idea, and and the more that I talk about it, the realer it becomes. So you know, any opportunity that I have to to sort of talk about it, and you know why I'm doing what I'm doing is, is always a pleasure. Perfect. Well, as you keep progressing, just keep letting me know what you're looking for next. You know, if you're looking for a figure artist or figure drawing artist, or if you're looking for someone, you know, each specific thing, we mm-hmm. can go live in the Facebook and be like calling all cartoonists yes. or whatever. Cause we have yeah. all different kinds of artists in the group. So whatever you're looking for, I'm sure someone's in there. Yes. Yeah, that's really cool. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Thank you guys all for watching. Thank you, Bram. This has far exceeded my expectations. So thank you so much. Thank you, Greg, for recommending that I contact Bram. Yes. So Same here. And I feel like it was just it was just what I needed to hear tonight. So I don't oh, know. That makes me really stop. happy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, guys. And I hope you guys all have a good night. And thank you, Bram, for uplifting us on a tough day when the world was negative. You were very positive and brought a lot of joy to everybody. So thank you so much. Yes. All right. See you guys later. Bye-bye. Bye. Good night.